Hello, I'm M. And I'm Eyes. And welcome to our brand new podcast, Tipples and Tolkien. Let us be your guides as we return to Middle Earth this fall with the premiere of the new Amazon show, Rings of Power. We'll discuss episodes with you, tell tales of old, and even bring you a brand new tipple recipe every week to enjoy. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, as well as Twitter, which is at Tipples Tolkien, that is T-I-P-P-L-E-S t-o-l-k-i-e-n and instagram at tipples and tolkien so cozy up pour yourself a drink and come on a journey with us this fall on tipples and tolkien previously on set condition one kitsy are you really gonna make me you really gonna make me do the intro well if if you reference the articles of colonization when the admiral is incapacitated or missing uh, the duties of the intro do fall to the president of the yeah. podcast. Ah, shit. Action stations! Action stations! Oh, I scared the dog! <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I didn't mean it. And now my ear fell out. This is going to be a disaster. Wow, we are off to uh, a great start this week. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. The Cylons were created by man. They rebelled. They evolved. They look. And feel. Human. Some are programmed to think they are human. There are many copies. copies. And they have a plan. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome, listeners. I'm not even looking at a script. Welcome, listeners, to Set Condition One, a night shift radio. <laughs> oh, no. Why? You were being so quiet. Uh, he knows. I think it's, it's, it's time uh, to point out to our listeners that Caleb is not here this week, and we are struggling to even get through the intro. <laughs> Okay, well, that's not my fault. That's the dog's Which fault. Which just goes to show um, you how... Is it my fault? Did I do this? Uh, <laughs> Are you the dog? <laughs> it's very... Wait, hold on. All I have done so far is mention a dog and then a voice that our listeners have not heard in a year popped on, so they might Hello, be, yes, it's me, the dog. Have, it's me, the talking dog. Um, now this podcast just got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a second edition one, a Night Shift Radio original. I'm your president of the... 12 colonies currently president mm-hmm. yes still, yeah i think again. so still alive mm-hmm. also the president of the podcast and all of our hearts all of them it's me andrea hi and with me as always is my exo kitsy that's me <laughs> i guess we don't have a yeah i don't today. have a tie quote and this week because we're not actually doing an episode well, not a recap episode. So I'll just, this is all pretend. This is all, yeah, this <laughs> just, isn't a real episode. This is a, a, I'm not this is a fake episode. Um, and uh, with us as two times is uh, <laughs> Doctor of the Podcast. That's we got Baltar? <laughs> That's what it says on my diploma. Doctor of the Podcast. That's a cool diploma. That's a pretty cool diploma. I mean, Daniel did write it himself in crayon, but... Uh, that doesn't doctor, count. Doesn't make it any less of a diploma. <laughs> I know that's right. 
Dr. Daniel Cohen. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast, uh, um, despite the fact that as I said most of what I did last time was just talk shit. You, uh, you only talked a little shit. I think you and Kitsy, have, I'm glad to have you both on the screen together because I think you and Kitsy both have a um, inflated idea of what actually transpired on the podcast. Is this an intervention? So much so. Did you trick me? <laughs> oh, no. Into doing so a podcast much. intervention? I, well, I get the impression that neither of you actually listened to or were there for the recording of the podcast because... So I don't think any I just sh- I just want to say that I've I've been upset for a year now. <laughs> oh um, no. Because upset? because I feel like I had some some questions that got misinterpreted and I wasn't there to defend myself and uh I don't remember how or what happened. I just know I'm still <laughs> mad about it. So <laughs> Kitsy, did you listen to the episode before this recording as I asked you to Absolutely do? Absolutely not. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Me neither. Um, I haven't listened I to it since it came out a year ago, <laughs> but I'm still um, mad about it, I think. I, 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 I will just jump in and say that I did raise to Andrea that you would absolutely be upset about this, and she said, we should do it anyway. <laughs> That's, that tracks. <laughs> this is your That's president. <laughs> right. I didn't vote for her. Me neither. You ever think oh. about that? Hmm. Well, good. I quit. I will say, though, our most listened to episode is Daniel's by by quite a wide margin. Is it margin. really? So people, yeah. So people love that. Uh, huh. That uh, what you call it? And that's what do you call that's it? That's the one episode I wasn't there for, which makes me wonder: am I the problem? <laughs> Could be Caleb. Yeah, I was gonna say if this one gets more listens, it's Caleb. Yep. What if it's this is how we find? What out? if it's both Caleb and either the problem? And really, you two should be have been doing the podcast all along. I mean, I think. Whatever happens, I know that I'm doing a great job, so I'm not worried. So, well, here's what I would like to do. What would you like to do? I want to I want to give um, everybody time to talk space travel, but I'm much more interested in um, talking about space meat, which actually is much more in line with uh, Daniel's expertise. And um, I think I, I'm a maybe, meat scientist. It's true. I mean, right? Like, uh, is that much a, more than a uh, meat meatologist. I was gonna say meteorologist, yeah. <laughs> now that's a di- that's one who studies meteors. Mm, I'm pretty sure I'm the me- meteorologist here on this call. <laughs> you know, you're right. I don't have my meteorology degree, so I can't. There you go. I can't rightfully debate that's, this. You're absolutely right. That's that's what they call it. So, um, let's Daniel, uh, if you want to, for listeners who weren't here last time a year ago, um, or for those who don't remember, um, if you just want to give us a little rundown of why you're allowed to be here to talk about meat today uh because i have a stem degree and an opinion i believe is what i said in the in my bio <laughs> last time yeah i um i have a uh bachelor's and phd in chemical biology which means that i am like not really qualified to talk about space travel on a podcast but um but i had some ideas about it i am more qualified to talk about uh you know things like molecular biology and um you know speculate wildly about what a Cylon test might be about and, um, you know, uh, just talk about meat on a podcast, I think is really, really. I I will say this, though. You are far more qualified to talk about space travel than anyone else that's on this podcast. (laughs) That is for sure. Yeah, I I, I just wanted to get out in front of that and say, like, if I was wrong, it's not 
It's it's not my fault. I just came on the podcast to be an expert. Um, <laughs> I'm here. I'm. I have uh, opinions about space, and I'm angry about them. Oh. Is that was that the alternate title for this podcast? <laughs> angry opinions about space, probably. So, do we want to? Do we need to? We are halfway through the final series of Battlestar, uh, final season mm-hmm. of Battlestar Galactica. Um, so, and Caleb is off doing something. Yeah. I was going to try to think of something he could be doing, but I kind of can't remember what he's actually doing to make a joke. He's, he's, he's playing, playing a show, show with his band. That's right. Because he's too cool um, for us to podcast. He sure thinks so. But, so, with that in mind, do we want to get space out of the way and then we will zoom in on meat? That, that works for me. So... I have issues with the way space travel and other physics are portrayed uh, in the show. And since I can't address those to anybody who made the show, uh, I'm going to address those to the only person uh, here who has any kind of science background or degree. So everything from here on out is your fault. Okay, I just yeah. want you to know. Um, I, I also have issues with the, with the way that sort of thing is portrayed. But. Oh, that's I just remembered. That is the issue is that you two are not disagreeing with each other. You two are in perfect agreement, but for some reason, we seem to think that that we are not in agreement. I think maybe I was just disagreeing with the uh, the dismissing of the wrinkle in time sort of sort of paradigm of thinking about it. Ah. Um, which, it, yeah, I think the debate was like, are they just going really fast? Or are they distorting space time? And I fell down on the are they distorting space time or they are just distorting space time sort of end of things. But again, I'm, okay. I uh, yeah. I also didn't listen to the episode, but I'm remembering now. <laughs> right. I mean, I did at the time. I did at the time, but I'm remembering now that what happened was you were both, Kitsy. Your argument was if they were traveling so fast, why aren't they being blown backwards? As like like for example, when they stop, right? Why aren't why? Is- it's a yeah. it's a great question. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I remember now because y- you you said something to the effect of like. I think you misunderstood what I was what I was saying because Andrea that's, said it now, wrong. Now that's that's possible. <laughs> and 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 so you said that I was wrong, and then proceeded to say exactly what I said. Oh. And and it, so it was that we were in agreement, but you thought that it. You know, Andrea, this happens a lot with you, where you get people around this show to think that I am <laughs> have an opinion or a, uh, a a knowledge of the show uh, that is not congruent with reality. Like with uh, with Aaron I was Douglas say, recently, is this where I reveal that I've been Aaron Douglas this whole time. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> You're finally here on the podcast. I'm doing the gesture of ripping off my face, like in a, a, a Tom Cruise. That would be so cool. Um, not the ripping off the face part, but if you were actually Aaron Douglas. Yeah, or I'm you sorry just move the camera, and he's you. been sitting next to you this whole time. Uh, Andrea is not aware that her cam- that her microphone is muted. I think. Oh, Andrea broke her microphone again. Well, that's <laughs> great for me. I get to just keep talking, and no one. Yeah, let's can yeah, interrupt me. Go for it. Um. So, 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 so then, then, in that case, let me take this chance to apologize to you on this <laughs> podcast on Andrea's behalf for mischaracterizing what you said. I mean, well, I mean, I think we can all agree that Andrea is the one who's a fault. Oh, absolutely. She's the one who wanted to have me on the podcast, so. Yeah, and misrepresented my opinions and views on space travel to you. And none of us have listened to the episode, so as far as we know, that's the truth. That's, I mean, that's definitely the truth. <laughs> that's. 
I'm it's, having it's, a great time, kids. Here's what's happening: is it's in this episode, so now it is canonical. Yeah, we've retconned so the we, podcast. We have maybe retconned our podcast. That's okay. Because here's the thing: there's absolutely no way to go back and find out what was said on that other episode. No one can do it. Yeah, it can't be done. You know, I'm starting to think we should be recording these. Wait, is that how people make podcasts? Uh, this is my second time on a podcast, so I have no idea. Fuck. I knew we were forgetting to do something. <laughs> we did the clap. We did the clap. We argued for 20 minutes. <laughs> so checks out so far. Yeah, I think, I think we're doing it right. Um, so, so something that really I, I don't recall getting addressed in, our, in the last uh, science-based episode that the show i'm back baby the show has kind of um hand-wavingly addressed since then mm. but i'm still salty about is gr the way gravity is portrayed yeah they i think they uh, just don't right they just don't talk well, about it well the, no they they do because at one point they find a, a they they find a, a a raptor that's been destroyed very recently actually it's been like yeah, it's been it's been uh blown up or yeah, shot down been. or whatever uh, by the bare naked ladies, and um, I wish they would stop doing that. I they really I don't know why they let them on that show. Um, they, the Big Bang Theory wasn't enough. They had to come on another show um, and ruin that one too. Sorry, uh, McCreary. Yeah, no, that's uh, the bare naked ladies are the I'm least sorry. bad were, thing were, about the Big Bang were, Theory. You were gonna say something I hate to about? Interrupt. I love to interrupt. Go ahead. Bare Naked Ladies were on the Big Bang Theory. They did the theme song. No, they might be giants. Did. Mm, gonna have to disagree I'm with you there. I'm pretty sure Kitsy's right on this one. But I'm not an I'm not an expert in that. I don't have a PhD in the Bare Naked Ladies. Shifty eyes. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Do you know what I just did in my head? Can I tell you what I just? Were did? Were you thinking of Malcolm in the Middle? I was thinking of Malcolm Aww. in the Middle. Yeah, a far superior show in every way. Clap, 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 so I don't forget to edit out when I was wrong. <laughs> I hope you leave that in. I will. Okay. Uh, you were talking about a raptor that had been shot down by the Bare Naked Ladies. Yes, yes. The Bare Naked Ladies shot down a raptor, and they they just make some kind of, like, offhand comment of, like, oh, the grav booster's off or whatever, and then, like, that's it. And that's the only reference they've made to, to gravity at all the entire show. But I'm still, like, I want to know how that works. How does that work? Because it doesn't. It doesn't, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I'll, I think the, the thing with, with sci-fi is, is if you're not that committed to, to getting that kind of detail right, you can just explain, like, oh, yeah, there's just, like, a dongle that you plug into the, the dashboard of the ship, and sometimes <laughs> it gets broken. Yeah. Which I think it's, is, is my, my best read of, of that. Yeah, I, I, I still maintain that The Expanse is the most accurate show that's portraying space travel because they're just always accelerating 9.8 meters per second exactly yeah. so you're actually getting uh the the acceleration that matches earth's gravity um but then at the same point then when they reach their destination or rather when they get halfway to their destination they have to turn around and slow down at the same rate to a maintain that gravity and b not crash into the thing that they're going mm -hmm. to or come to a sudden stop where everyone gets squished and against the um the front of the ship like space balls yeah, I mean that has some. I haven't seen the Expanse, but but I, I remember hearing you guys talk about this on on the podcast, and um, I, just otherwise like hearing the Expanse praised for for the good science, and um, you know I, the 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 big giant nerd uh, that I am, I just um, I was thinking about like oh you could actually do some calculations of how 
far apart things are in the expanse because of um, yeah. like there are upper limits in terms of how fast you can get going without uh, starting to reach near relativistic speeds, which I assume they're not doing. And, um, uh, you know, um, from the constant acceleration, you could figure out how far apart things are. That's, I think, interesting to nobody but me. Prove um, it. I think it's also interesting to note no, that um, the expanse takes place in our solar system where we already do know how far apart mm, things are. That makes sense. Or do that's, we? You like, can just Google Maps it. You can, yeah. You can Google Universe it. <laughs> Googleverse it. I love that. Googleverse. Um, I no, guarantee I you Google has already trademarked Googleverse. <laughs> I think that's very interesting, especially when we've got such a tenuous grasp on how things work in the Battlestar verse that other shows have done it. And especially when Battlestar is generally pretty concerned with being a realistic show in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like is it? That there are some th- in a lot of ways. It, which that ways is some that? Things, uh bullets go bang. Um, okay. Uh it does it does uh, feel it one. has the kind of like gritty realist feel even if yeah. they don't necessarily address a lot of the like underlying science stuff yeah i feel like it's more the but, spirit of the show than the actual things that they cover right yeah that yeah. feels right and i mean you know and and like like everyone knows you can hear uh bullets and explosions in the vacuum of space yeah so. yeah that's pretty cool um so uh so, so you you mentioned uh approaching relativistic speeds so i'm going to ask you a question that you are in no way qualified to answer but i've always wanted excellent, to know excellent. the answer to uh and i have attempted to ask uh neil degrasse tyson this question on many occasions and he's ignored me every time so thank you neil um he's rude he he is very rude um, did i talk shit about him on the podcast Yes, I you did. did. Well, I did, and you didn't disagree. Didn't disagree. No, you did talk shit, yeah. Mostly about BB. What was your question, yeah. Fancy? My question is, uh, so it's it's well-documented or, or, or well-believed, well-stated, whatever, that the speed of light is the speed limit of the universe. Mm-hmm. Nothing can go faster than that. Right. I'm cool with that. Sonic the Hedgehog? I'm cool with that. Sonic the Hedgehog cannot go faster than speed of light. It's mm. It's... Uh, you know, I watched the Sonic the Hedgehog movie the other night. Don't ask me why. I wanted to see how bad it was. It was very bad. But, Aww. fun fact, Michael Hogan has a cameo. I love And he's Michael a grumpy Hogan. military guy. Go, <laughs> go figure. Perfect. Yeah. but that, That's my dad. That movie's bad, and don't watch it. Um, other than the, the five seconds that Michael Hogan's in it. Uh, also, Ben Schwartz is a treasure, and I love him, so... Okay, he's fine. Um... <laughs> Jim Carrey is very Jim Carrey in the movie. Um, I forgot he was in it. Yeah, he, he's the he's the Dr. Robotnik, who apparently mm. works for the U.S. government. Like, anyway. Mm, um, right. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog's not the point. The point is the speed of light. Nothing, not even Sonic the Hedgehog can go faster than the speed of light. Sure. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But what's actually preventing me from going faster than the speed of light? Oh, the light cops will pull you over. Is that how that works? Um, mm. No, I. it's... Again, this is like I said, pushing pushing my my understanding of relativistic physics. But I believe that so at non-relativistic speeds, you um, you know. Well, no- okay. Now I obviously know what relativistic speeds are, but for, maybe for Andrea, you could explain what that actually like define like, that like, like normal speeds that aren't particularly close to the speed of light. Um, 
and I would be no, would be non-relativistic. Would be non-relativistic. Yeah, re- re- relativistic means where the rules of special and general relativity apply, which which tends to be most relevant when you're traveling, you know, at or near or near, I guess, to the speed of light. Um, and how so how speed? How near are we non-relativistic. talking? Non-relativistic. Um, I. I uh, yeah, the movie speed is non-relativistic. Um, Got it. I, I've always said that. with respect to the bus. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, <laughs> uh, I think I think um, uh, I'm sure opinions vary. I've I've seen people say like you know, point one or point oh one times, or you know, ten percent or one percent the speed of light. You start things start getting kind of weird. But the, I think the way that in which they get weird is that um, you require more energy to accelerate to near to relativistic speeds than you would, um, you know, for the same, you know, to, 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 to go from, uh, like 0.1 to 0.2 times the speed of light, um, takes a lot more energy relative than, um, just doubling from like 50 to hundred miles an hour. Um, and so, so, so like the, the energy required just increases exponentially to achieve less and less acceleration. Yeah. Yeah. And so it gets, okay. my, my understanding is that it takes an, it would take an infinite amount of energy to, ex, to accelerate all the way to the speed of light. So, you know, you can talk about getting to 0.999 times speed of light okay. and, and then, so, and then you're approaching like infinite limits. Okay. So it's, it's not that there's like some force or barrier slowing down or preventing right. God. anything from going faster than speed of light. It's just that there isn't enough energy in the universe in the universe to actually reach that speed. Yeah. Yeah. For, 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 okay. for anything with mass and photons don't have mass, which is why they can cheat and travel the speed of light. So also God, also God. Yeah. And, uh, battle stars, apparently battle stars also. Yeah. So, so okay, so let's get. I, I want to retouch on jump, yeah. uh, jump drives, yeah. FTL drives, jump, jump, uh, jump, drive. jump technology. Um, the 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 way it's portrayed in the show mm-hmm. to me, it it really looks like the the ships are moving at such a fast pace that they appear to be. <clears throat> instantaneously disappearing in one spot and reappearing another. And it looks like there's a movement to me, which the jump kind of implies Mm -hmm. that like you're one place and then I'm somewhere else. Like I jumped across the room. Um, And so, and I think the argument I was making was like, that can't be how it is because everyone be splattered against the front of the ship. Yeah. um, When it stops. And it would take an infinite amount of energy based on what we know about, about the universe. Also. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I think, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you can't instantaneously move from one place to another. Like we don't have an understanding of how that would happen. Um, at least I don't. And therefore I'm just extrapolating to all of science to say that we don't. Um, sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, as far as we're concerned on this podcast, you are all of science okay, great, right now. Great, you, great. You, you represent all of science today on this podcast. Today, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, yes, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I think basically, where did he go to school? Uh, I don't know. Cornell. Is that true? Yeah. Or did you just pick one? No, oh. he, he, he went to Cornell cause Carl Sagan was teaching at Cornell when Neil deGrasse Tyson was a, um, a, a young lad going to college and he uh-huh. went to Cornell because he wanted to study with Carl Sagan. Oh, 
I was going to shit talk my master's program so hard right now. I'm not going to. I'm not here um, for that. Um, so. So, so. And now and now he's the director of the Hayden Planetarium. So what are you doing with heroes. your life? Me? What am I doing? Hosting a podcast. Yeah. He hosts Hosting pod- many podcasts. He hosts a podcast too, but he's also the director of the Hayden Planetarium. What are you the director of? Uh, community engagement at Night Shift Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think about that? I guess I didn't. That's true. Um, so, <laughs> so, 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 my my assertion. I, mean, I almost apologize to you, like you're not used to. Yeah, this. no, I'm used to this. It's fine. Sorry um, for the. My, okay. my my assertion about about what was happening was that they were um, in order to achieve like displacement from their initial position that you could only get through otherwise by traveling faster than light, you know, they're, they're bending space so that their path is shorter. And I think my, my rationale for that included, um, something that you had not seen at the time, Andrea, but I, I, you know, was not really a spoiler, which is that a few episodes after we were talking about this, somebody jumps and ends up in the middle of the planet. Um, when they're going back to get the arrow of Apollo, I think, um, Yep. yep. And um, my, my, I don't even remember who that was. I now. think it was nobody. It was it was a red. Yeah, shirt. it was. It certainly wasn't Starbuck. It was not Starbuck. They're just like, oh, so and so is in the middle of the planet. Oh well. Um, and and my and my, my assertion was that the um, the amount of kinetic energy that would have been released would have just you know blown the planet apart if they had been directly right. directly traveling faster than the speed of light at the planet. So there must be some kind of like indirect path through space or more direct or you know um i'm about to say something with total certainty that i have no that i have not thought to say and have not actually thought about whether or not this means anything until this very moment and it's um we have confirmed time travel now so could it just be time travel somehow sort of no no comment disagree i disagree (laughs) we have not confirmed time travel we have sort of confirmed. We have, as far as I'm concerned, confirmed time we, we time have, travel. We we have not. The only confirmed time travel we have in the show is that is that time travels forward at regular speed, one second per second. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have um, confirmed time travel in terms of how did how Starbucks ship so shiny, huh? Thank you. you. About that? Um, Thank you. It, this is going to be my. We, we cannot talk about this. I was going to say, this is going to be my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Andrea, do you mind taking off your headphones for, uh, for a sec so that the grownups can talk? Andrea, can you hear us? Wait, don't say anything yet. Okay. Can you hear us? So, so Andrea is the coolest person I've ever met. I've been saying that this whole time, yeah. Okay, she can't hear us. Um, yeah, okay. So, so what I was going to talk about was, I don't know if this will be, I assume this will be edited out, but um, there is... Wait, wait, hold on. Rem- before you say anything, remember that Andrea edits the podcast. Right. I assumed that was why we were clapping. So maybe I just don't do the spoilers and we just pretend that we were that we were talking about her this whole time. Yeah, because if you if you say spoilers, she won't hear them now, but she'll hear them when she edits the podcast, which is almost as bad. Mm. So Okay. So, yeah. so 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 then I just won't. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll, now we have to find a way to get Andrea to come back I'll, to the I'll, podcast. I'll message her. Um, okay. Because she's just dancing with the dog around the room now, apparently. 
See, I thought that I thought this. Yeah, she and I, she and I mentioned uh, talked earlier about like, oh, maybe I can just take my headphones off so you can talk to Kitsy about this. But um, what if I call her because <laughs> she's still dancing with the dog? Um, it's just real quick here. Can I come back? Yes. Yes. Was that a yes? Yes. And so that's what happened to Starbuck. Oh yeah, no, that actually makes total sense. Mm -hmm. um, so we we realized as soon as you took your headphones off that we can't talk about spoilers because <laughs> you edit the podcast and therefore you would hear them. <laughs> no, that's why I did the big clap. Oh, but I guess it would spoil. I would spoil for. I was just. I was assuming we would just edit. You would just edit it out, but. Um. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna clip your audio and export it without listening to it. And then when we get to the end of the series, I will listen back and we can drop it in for our listeners because well, our listeners might also get spoiled. I don't let's just not worry about it. We can just not worry about it. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. We don't have we, to talk about we'll it. We'll be okay. Oh, you you actually didn't talk no, about didn't. it? No, we didn't. That, that, as soon as you walked away, we were like, wait, we can't do this because Andrew edits the podcast and we'll have and to then, listen and to the then audio. You let me dance. Well, we tried to get you back. We were trying to get you back the whole time. That was <laughs> Oh. Well, how would I have known? How oh, from in, these missed audio calls. How indeed. <laughs> okay. How indeed. I need our listeners to know that Daniel tried to Facebook call me like some kind of monster. Like I was going to answer was, that. It was just, ever just to get your years. attention. It was the closest app that I had open. Uh-huh. So, okay. So we can't really talk about Damn. Starbuck. Okay. So to be clear, I can listen through when I edit Yes. That, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. We have said no spoilers. Um, okay. It's mostly just us talking about you. So. Great. I'm already angry at everybody. Cool. So, uh, it was all nice things we said. Oh, are you going to... Well, yeah, introduce Kitsy to Kaylee. Kaylee come here. Where's come my here. best girl? What's happening? This is, oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, this is the podcast now. This is now a dog cast. That's Kaylee. She's I'm, so good. I'm, I don't care about Battlestar Galactic anymore. All I want to know is this dog's life story. <laughs> Um, she's got a big fox tail. Yeah, she's Hold got, that tail she's got a Let's big see that fox tail. tail. Oh, yeah, she does. Daniel, can we share a picture of Kaylee on the Twitter? Yeah, I'll send you no? a picture of Kaylee to share on listeners? the Twitter for our okay. listeners. And then hey, I her tail, I've never thought about. It looks exactly like Miles um, Prower's tail. That's not a coincidence. One. One. Of <laughs> you did that on purpose. So... Who was uh, surprisingly not present in Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? What? How are yeah. you going to do a Sonic the Hedgehog movie without Miles Prower? Well, uh, tell, ask the people who made the movie because I would like to know a lot of things. Hey Siri, call Ben Schwartz. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why did they make the movie? Anyway, we don't need to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. This is not a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast, Unless. nor should it be. No, no. <laughs> We're not going there. Unless we're not going there. Um, okay, so so I think I think we can all agree that the way they portray space travel, especially faster than light travel, is uh, it's ambiguous. It's ambiguous at best, and what we're interpreting it as is that they are somehow folding or compressing or otherwise manipulating yeah. space time and not actually traveling the distance so as the crow flies. So uh, because we know they're not doing it as the crow flies because crows can't fly in the vacuum of space. Thank you. They need air so, to fly and breathe. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's confirmed. Crow in a crow spaceship. Good. 
yeah, but I Crows see don't have space fiction, which is just a complete re- <laughs> rewrite of Battlestar Galactica, just where everyone is crows. Battlestar Galactica. I love ah. that. Oh, Battle, Battle Crow. Star. Battle Crow Galactica. That's the one. Bertle Crow. <laughs> Bertle Crow. Gasquactica. <laughs> there, we did it. Um, we did it, folks. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. All. Podcast uh, over. Um, the, the, the one thing I was going to add is one of the things that I was complaining about um, is that they don't address time dilation, which is how time gets all weird when wibbly wobbly wibbly wobbly um, uh, when when you travel near the speed of light. And I have since finished the series and they do very briefly touch on that. It's kind of a throwaway line and that's all I'm going to say about it. Oh, it's much like the gravity thing. They just kind of throw away the line like, oh, we should probably explain this. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the gravi- the gravimatron is off. Okay, yes. let's go. Um, there. Okay, so I think we, we've well covered space travel as much as we need to in this episode. Um, and I know, Andrea, you want to get on to the science of meat. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think I speak for all of us when I say I can't wait can't uh, to wait talk to about, talk about the, the squishy, squishy meat parts of the show. Let, 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 let. But before we do, um, I do just want to point out one very funny thing uh, because the, the the Dune movie is coming out and we have to get our, our viral marketing in for Dune um, contractually. Mm-hmm. And uh, our our Night Shift Radio uh, resident artist, uh, Ethan, Ethan Kosak, uh, recently reposted on Twitter something he drew several years ago uh, which is a Dune-inspired uh, Shai Halud pumpkin spice latte. Ooh. Did you see this? No. Oh, it's so funny. And For- and it's and the caption says because you know in Dune the spice is what enables faster than than uh, light travel. And um, the the caption says so much pumpkin spice you'll be able to fold space time. <laughs> <laughs> I will retweet that right now, so listeners. Um, if so there's you no are... context. So go back three days, four days to our Twitter and find it. Exactly, it works for the McElroys. Where is this? When did he? It was a couple days ago. He retweeted it. Was this before or after he tweeted? What if farts are food ghosts? <laughs> I didn't see that one, so I'm not sure. But that's a I very love Ethan. That's a very important question. That, oh, I found it. Oh my god, it's perfect. That, Hold on, I have two. Good. What do you have to do? I have two things. Okay, go um, ahead. One is to remind our listeners that Ethan is the monster who brought Oops All Meat to life for mm. us. Yes. Um, and I believe his commissions are open. So if you want to join the... Oh, no, my mic. Oh, no. We can still hear you. We can hear you. Now we, oh, can. now we can't. Now you're muted. Nope. <laughs> well... Now it's probably a good time to say we have multiple Dreda's contacts, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break while Andrea fixes her microphone, and we're going to go jump to a place where maybe microphones don't break all the time. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the science of meat and the meat of science in Battlestar Galactica, so stay tuned. Excellent. Hey, listeners. It's Caleb from Night Shift Radio. If you're like me, you used to sit in your driveway for as long as it took to hear the end of whatever dramatic tale was playing out on public radio that night. The Storyteller series is a loving homage to that classic radio theater. Lose yourself in original short stories, performed by a full cast or delivered by a narrator, and designed to take you on an audible journey. The Storyteller series is a Night Shift radio original and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Can't get enough? Or maybe you prefer the written word. Be sure to check out our monthly print edition as well at 
nightshiftradio.com slash storyteller. Hello, I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Colin Ryan. And we're here to tell you about the new podcast coming to the Night Shift Radio Network. It's something two white cishet dudes have never covered. Star Trek. But here's the twist. The omnipotent god is actually a malfunctioning robot? No, well, maybe. But the real twist is we roped our mom into it. That's me. Hi, Hi, Mom. Mom. In the monthly podcast, we will cover all the Trek movies from the motion picture to beyond. Our lifelong love of Trek comes from being introduced to it by our mom at a very young age. But that's a story for the podcast. Look at you, Mom. You're a natural. That's why I'm the Admiral. So join us September 8th for our monthly podcast, Where No Mom Has Gone Before. Available on the Night Shift Radio Network, wherever in subspace you catch your podcasts. Now... Which one is the one with the whales? Four. And we're back from the break. Report. <laughs> I'm glad somebody here. Yeah. How about Excuse a report? Me. That's uh, here's a report. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring us back and ask for the report. I asked for the report. Yeah. Oh, right. And I gave the report. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Kitsy I think and I are, did it. are doing it. Yeah. You can just, you can take the rest of the podcast off if you want. We're good. We got this. Oh, thank God. Does that mean I can binge? You mean the rest of the podcast forever? <laughs> no, just this episode. Ah, damn. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's, oh, how, that's they how, get how they get you. Get you. Okay. Um, okay. So Andrea, you have meat based questions. I have a couple of meat based questions. I would prefer uh, them I, to be plant-based, but... Um, <laughs> fucking well, there are no plant life. Cylons as far as we know. As far as we know. Hold on. Is Yeah. So I'm just to What do Cylons up, eat? Have we seen Cylon eat? We have yes. seen Leoben eat. We've seen Ty eat. We have seen Tori eat. True. We have seen... Chief definitely eat. Chief has eaten... <laughs> have we seen Anders eat? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. We've seen Anders drink. That's true. That could be a ruse. I do think they're all Cylons at this point, though. At least a little bit. Maybe. So. Anders, Tori, Chief, and, and Ty? Yeah, they're and, all Cylons. And um, all the rest of them. The, the lead guy and his space girlfriend and the doctor who's not Daniel or the smart doctor um and the smart who's the smart doctor coddle oh baltar's the dumb doctor oh okay i'm yeah see there are two kinds of doctors smart doctors are medical doctors and dumb doctors are are science doctors i mean i'm not disagreeing i burned them good Um, what if i don't think you did i might what if what if what if what if I know, I know Caleb's not here, but we're going to do a what if and a theory here. What would you do? I have a new theory. What if Doc Cottle is the only human in the entire series and he created all of the Cylons? I would love that. The the metal boys and the meat boys. He created all of them. (laughs) Hold on. 
Give me the meat, boys, and free us. <laughs> That's what he sang as he was making the first one. That's right. That's right. But he's the only human left. He he is the he's the Cylon god. I think that's great. I want to remind and that's, and that's my... how he knows how to fix everybody. I'm oh. I I'm not commenting on whether that is or is not the ending of the series, but I I there's I might like that better than the real ending of the series. Oh. <laughs> oh no. I don't no, like just everybody that's laughing the best together. Po- just because that's the best possible ending. Yeah. I um I also agree unless as I have speculated Baltar made himself unto a god by believing in God, the one true God, but also becoming the prophet of himself by somehow being responsible for the population of Earth by Cylons somehow, kind of. Which brings me, I have, so here's the thing, Daniel, I'm going to give you a choice. I have one sort of big question that I think will probably end up splintering off into other questions. Then I have Mm -hmm. one small question that is not technically Battlestar Galactica related, but something that I came across on the internet yesterday that I think you will be um, qualified to answer. And I think since we don't often have um, a Harvard scientist here to answer questions. Disgraced former Harvard scientist. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Hit, Hit me with that one because it sounds like you're desperate to do this bit that you have. It's not a bit, it's a question. Sorry, you're you're desperate to do this bit about the question that you have. <laughs> Why is everybody so mean to President Quinn? That's what I want to know. I've never done anything wrong in my life. Okay. Um, so Hank Green asked on uh, Facebook. Hank Green sent in a question. This question is from Yahoo user Hank Green on Facebook. Um, just not to set con, but anyway, he asked. Why does no one know that pee comes from the blood? What were they teaching you? And so my question is two parts. Pee comes from the blood, which I know. What were they teaching us? Do you? I mean, like, I understand that that's the case. I just have never thought about it. And I don't think that I was ever actually taught where pee comes from. And I think if you asked me, I'm going to, oh boy. I think if you had asked me where it comes from, I would have been able to, um, what's the word, uh, back, retro, I'd be able to figure it out just thinking through where the body parts are Mm -hmm. and what they do. But I have a follow-up question. If you didn't ask me and you just like looked at my brain of a picture of the human body, it (laughs) would go water into mouth, fall into bladder, come out pee. And I know that that's not true, and I understand, like, that, that our body, like, has to, f- anyway. Um, uh, so, th- that's what I, they were teaching. I, so, I have a follow-up question Yeah. That, that hopefully we can all be wrapped up in, in one nice, tight little bow of an answer. If that's true, mm. if, if that's true, blood. if P does come from blood, science has not yet proven that. Right. But, but if it does, the mm-hmm. that's the theory. If it does, then why is it such a problem when you pee blood? Thank oh, you. Really good question. Great. <laughs> question, that sounds like Kitty. it's just a more efficient process to me. I agree. Yeah. Why aren't we all just peeing blood all the time? I mean, Wait, some of on. us are. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, so, so your question is, pee come from blood? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I know that pee come from blood, but. But how? 
But how and why? It's kidneys. And also, huh? And also, what? So let's um, let's it's take kidneys, out, let's, right? Let's it it is the kidneys. So let's let's take an incredible voyage through the through the <laughs> through the the journey from f- from. Oh am boy, I, I was gonna say from mouth to piss, and that's just not good. To no, say on the podcast. do I? Am I gonna have to shrink myself? Uh, that's up to you. It's gonna be okay. a lot easier if you do. You could shrink yourself, or we could find a very big person to to just gobble us down. That's I'm not sure correct. which one would be harder. That's well, a good point. Do you know the so, guy who does the hydraulic press channel? Because he might be able to help shrink you. I don't know him personally. Mm. Anyway, um, so so when you when you eat and drink, stay with me. It goes into your stomach. Um, and your stomach is where digestion happens. Mm. Obviously, we all know that. Um, and, um, you know, digestion is the process of, of breaking down your food into its constituent parts, like simple sugars, fats, and amino acids. And... And pee. And pee, yeah. Um, and th- those those components are, are moved into your intestine, which is where a lot of your nutrients are absorbed and where a lot of water is absorbed, I think. Um, and where the way that it's absorbed is through little blood vessels in your gut into the blood. Um, and it's easier to absorb, you know, smaller components like, uh, like amino acids and so on. Um, and you have two main ways that your body has to get out waste, waste products. Um, like urea, urea is the classic one that is in, is in urine. And that is, that is one of the things that makes it pee. Yes. Um, and I just really wanted you to have to echo back and say <laughs> with your Harvard degree, I was really hoping you would. But. Uh, yeah, I, I avoided your trap this time. Um, and, um, you know, urea is a, a common product of breakdown of proteins. And uh, it's also somewhat toxic and needs to be filtered out of your body. And you have two ways that your body uh, breaks down and filters things out. Uh, one is the liver, which tends to break down larger things like uh, like intact proteins and uh, fats. Um, and your your kidneys are basically like a size filtration system mm. where they let small, very small molecules like salt and urea out into the bladder eventually. Um, and, uh, they allow larger things to keep circulating and let the liver take care of that or, or let them be absorbed into other parts of your body. Um, and, and essentially they are constant, you know, all of your blood in your body is constantly passing through your kidneys and being given an opportunity to be filtered out in this way. So that is the answer to blood come from, nope, nope, pee come from blood. I that was genuinely fascinating, and I want a new podcast where we make Daniel use his Harvard degree to answer questions for me, like pee come from blood. Um, and so that would be so great. that leads me to my next question, which is Cylons do if Cylon if Cylons eat, Cylons have to pee, or else they're peeing out, or else they're ex- like they're like if anybody knows the Cabbage Patch Kids that you could feed. Um, 
you would put like a French fry in their mouth and they would poop out a French fry, just a whole French fry. And so that's what silence would have to do if they don't have regular digestion, but they do eat, right? Yeah. I mean, in the canonical Battlestar Galactica, we have never seen a Cylon poop, I think. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're correct that we have never seen a Cylon poop. That's good. I mean, we've never actually seen anyone poop, I hope, in the show. <laughs> that's, you got to read my Oh, what version are you guys watching? <laughs> Fix for that, I guess. I didn't like the joke, but I had to make it. Um, so thank you for that. I do have now. I'm gonna uh, now, Kathy, unless you have question. any follow up, <laughs> unless you get uh, so say we all, um, unless you have any follow up questions to P come from blood, I do have um, an actual Battlestar question. Please. I'd like to move on to actual Battlestar questions <laughs> if we could. Fine, um, actual Star Galactica, um, so actual stations. <laughs> In the most recent episode um, that we watched, we have finally touched down on Earth. Which or was... What? What's the name of the episode? Oh, um... Season four, oh episode 13, I want to say. Ten. Ten. Uh, oh. oh, my God. I don't know. The Hub? It was after The Hub. Why would you do it's this? It's not The Hub. <laughs> Season four, I, episode... I, eh. Well, we're here. I can't Google it. Revelations. Ah, yes. So, we've touched down on Earth uh, in the most recent episode we watched, which was Revelations. And what we found was that Earth is, as far as we know, this planet is Earth. That's the assumption that, that we're making. Um, and what we've learned is that Earth was just shot to shit in some sort of nuclear <clears throat> event, fully irradiated. Um what our what Baltar or Cottle now I don't remember who somebody tested the bodies and what they Coddle. found is that two thousand years ago Battlestar time um, these bodies were murdered by uh, some sort of again nuclear event um, all that we see are bones they are definitely bones no meat and Cottle says that he tests them or Baltar I already forget who you said Kitsy I'm so sorry. Coddle, and that they're all Cylons. And what we know so far about Cylons is that the only way to really tell is to test the blood, mm -hmm. um, and that the only real difference or is blood shape. <laughs> or, or, or Kitsy's more favorite way, which I'm, I'm going to guess. Glowing is, spine. Is fine, the glowing yeah. spine. The glowing spine, which we've only seen twice and which Coddle is not yet aware of. So I have to well, assume if, he he's, if he made all the Cylons, I bet he knows all about the... the he just pretended to test them because he's like, these bitches is all Cylons. I know yeah, that. He's like, I already know. <laughs> so, um, but, but I guess my actual question is how much information about somebody, like, could he feasibly have gotten from 2,000-year-old irradiated bones? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. So, so I was thinking about this. Um, so I did a little bit of looking around at how old of samples we can get DNA from and 2000 years is actually well within, um, oh. you know, under normal conditions. Um, yeah, apparently we can do get... normal conditions include nuclear Holocaust. So, Good so question. that's, that's kind of the wrinkle, right? So, you know, if you imagine that these are people who were like incinerated in a nuclear blast like the odds that you would be able to get readable dna off of that is pretty low and you know hanging out in high radiation areas for 2000 years that really decreases the probability 
of getting readable DNA. I read one article that suggests that under, you know, good conditions, the the limit for getting reasonable uh, readable DNA is about a million years. Um, oh, but, shit. That's but, more than 2,000. That's, that's longer true. than I would have thought. That yeah. is true. Yeah, it's more than I would have thought as well. Um, but again, under high radiation conditions, the one of the reasons that gamma radiation that you get from nuclear blasts is dangerous is that it is very proficient at damaging DNA. I have a really good question now. Yes. Speculation slash speculation. Is it possible that radiation altered human DNA to make human DNA Cylon DNA and our Cylons are really just super powered humans that somehow something make copies? You know mm-hmm. we can't comment on that. Yeah. That is a good question though, isn't it? It is a good question. Yeah. That, that we started out just humans. Or for the Incredible so- Hulk. So Cylons are just nuclear humans. I love that. I love that. And that's why their spines glow. (laughs) Okay. Am I the scientist? There's no way to know for sure. You have to finish the show to to be able to tell. Pretty sure I'm the scientist. Now, is it possible? And I... This is going to sound like I'm kidding, but I'm 100% serious. (laughs) Is it possible that the reason Doc Cottle can tell that the bones are Cylon is because they have some kind of manufacturing stamp on them? Uh, no, I mean, so so I was thinking about how these Cylon tests could have worked and, like, what they could possibly yeah. be doing to distinguish. Um, and... So I mean I mean it's it's hard right and and they give kind of conflicting answers sometimes they say they're indistinguishable sometimes it's only Baltar can test for them sometimes you know also suddenly now Doc Holland knows how to do it sometimes the test is fake sometimes it's real like it's it's a little bit unclear mm-hmm. um but but yeah the the clue that I got was from the the early episode I think it was in the miniseries when they're at the um the planet with the radiation that makes the Cylons get all weird um, and oh, at, that's right. At some point, someone says something about oh, it it damages our silica relays, and I think that that was probably something that they they moved away from in the show because they wanted to really play into them being indistinguishable. But you know, if this is true and they have some kind of um, you know, some kind of circuitry or wiring that can be affected by radiation, that is different from the way that humans are affected by radiation. Um, and if, especially if it's made of silica, like that's something that you would imagine not breaking down, not, not decaying essentially. And that might be something I that understand could be why, behind. but for listeners who don't understand why, why would that be? And also for me, who doesn't understand why, <laughs> why, why would it not be broken down? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, well, maybe let's take a step back. What is silica? Silica is silicon dioxide. It's what sand is made of. It's what glass uh, is made of. Um, when and, lightning strikes sand, it makes glass. I learned yeah. that from Sweet Home, Alabama. Yeah, uh, I believe that is true. Um, I learned and, that yeah, that is where tree. I learned it. And oh. it's um, canceled. It is something that generally is not um, like broken down by by organic life because it is uh it's a highly chemically stable compound so you know you can melt it and you can reform it but it still remains silica whereas the the Uh. nature of of organic life is to be dynamic and ever-changing um and so So then that would also 
be why maybe at the time Cylons, we never seen aging Cylon is because they're not made from, even though this has been, now this has been complicated, but at the time, right, they're made from something that doesn't change or decay. Well, I'm not sure. I think, I think that, you know, they bleed, they eat, they digest, they do all of the other things that, that humans typically do. Um, but, um, they, uh, Sorry, I just got distracted. Um, they do all the things they do all the things that humans typically do, um, but they also have this ability to broadcast their consciousness like across the galaxy. <laughs> so which, we think, you know, um, they back up to the cloud. Yeah, they're, they're back up to the cloud. So they so they they clearly have some kind of other thing in them but that like, humans don't. Right? They have. Some couldn't kind it of, just be like an iPhone up their butt? Because like I can transmit lots of stuff right. to the cloud, right? So so you know p- part of the uh, part from of your the... butt. <laughs> Listen, There's all kinds of places we don't know. That's um, not where I keep my iPhone. But if I did, then I would be uploading too late. to the you cloud said from it on my the butt. Podcast. Damn it! Um, God damn it! Um, but but if you do have an iPhone up your butt, that also will be uh, will not degrade over time and be be uh, be left behind with your skeleton. <laughs> But we could also test for that, right? Like, you could test for an you iPhone could look for, Yeah, you just you call could look me. for a butt iPhone, yes. <laughs> you could just call me. Butt and, phone. And listen for where it comes from. Um, yeah, so, so, so my, Not that my kind of podcast, feeling folks. is that, it, that they, they probably have some kind of, um, you know, like lab-grown meat, right? Like, they have something that is, they have cells and tissue that is indistinguishable from human cells and tissue, but that is also in some way augmented by, you know, circuitry. Um, and that, you know, current driven by radiation in that circuitry, um, is a problem. And also that, um, that, that is something that could theoretically be, be left behind when all the organic matter has decayed. That's, that's my feeling. And so just again, uh, extrapolating from the, the limited amount that they have let you see of what Baltar is doing because the people on the show don't know what Baltar is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltar doesn't know what Baltar, Baltar is doing. Know what Baltar is doing, but he does do a lot of looking into a microscope. Um, that's mostly your job, right? That's for show. I think I, I don't think he even knows how <laughs> to use it. The microscope is not hooked up to anything. He's um, just like he's like I just know that smart people do this, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's certainly possible. But if he, like if, if if he if he because th- this is a thing, right? Like it's still not clear to me whether that test is real because he was able to tell about Boomer before anybody else knew. But but he also missed. Yeah, he also missed yeah. like a lot of a lot of them. Yeah. Um, now here's here's the interesting thing. I really would love for um have either of you seen lost in space the the new netflix adaptation no you know what i have seen if you say sonic the hedgehog i swear to god no she's gonna say lost on earth boom okay uh have you seen the original lost in space from the 60s no no but i know there's like i know about it a little bit (sighs) my god Uncultured. Act- I know. I'm and extremely cool, and the only reason I'm on this podcast is because you nerds invited me on because you knew I was too cool and probably hadn't watched a show like Battlestar Galactica. So, in in the original Lost in Space, there's a character named Doctor Smith who is terrible. Um, in the Netflix adaptation, Doctor Smith is played by Parker Posey, and oh, instead of being like an her. actual doctor, oh, she's great. She's very good in in the show too. I highly suggest you watch it. Huh. Um, and this is not the first time I've suggested Lost in Space hold on this hold show. Hold on. Instead of being an actual doctor, say this. It'll be funny. She's a protein chemist. <laughs> That's what Daniel does. I don't get it. 
That's because that's what that's Daniel my, does. So you'd job. be burning Daniel. Well, well, that's not true though. Instead of an actual doctor, she's an identity thief. And what happened is, she she found the real Doctor Smith and killed him and took his identity. We yeah. Sort of, we- we sort of we sort of speculated that maybe Baltar did this way way early on. In did like we really early season one? Yeah. Okay. That, like, well, I still somebody... think it'd be funny if it turns out he actually has no fucking clue what he's doing yeah. and he's not even the real Doctor Baltar. That would be amazing. He's just some dude that was like, oh, I could be Doctor Baltar. Yeah, because we speculated back. He just with, looks like I him. Think, yeah. Right. I oh because well that's well that's what happens in Lost in Space is, is first uh, Parker Posey's character kills her sister. And takes her sister's identity to get onto the the spaceship, and then once she's there, she kills someone else and takes his identity to further like this rules. You should you should watch the show. It's really good. You that's would a, like yeah, it. That's okay. a good podcast for sure. You would yeah. absolutely uh, if you like Battlestar Galactica, you would like the new Lost in Space. I guarantee. I think it. Battlestar Galactica is okay. <laughs> Danger Will that's Robinson. Okay. Anyway, um. So basically yeah. my point is Baltar doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's not a real doctor. He's not even the real Baltar probably. And I think that might be true. microscopes are fake. No one well, no one really knows how to use them. It's all it's science all isn't real. Well science so, is not real. Birds aren't real. Science is just magic with better documentation. Honestly. I mean, that's been my argument for this show is that quote that I like that I never remember who says it that like magic and science, Art something, Clark, something. Yeah. Um yeah. Any but, any sufficiently advanced technologies in a single from magic or something like that? Yeah, and so that's a good way to, to wipe all of this away. Though, if I love the idea that if I'm correct that Baltar becomes Cylon, human, one true god, he basically did for religion what we have been pretending he could be doing for science, which is just like stumbled into this place of authority that he has no reason to be and has been correct somehow, um, which I which I love. He is, what a show this is. We only have like 10 episodes left, is that correct? Plus the movie? Something like that, yeah. I'm going to cry my big baby eyes out, just so everybody knows. I know you are, Um, but then guess what? You get to watch the whole thing in one weekend. I'm going to. I'm 100% going to. I need my listeners. My listeners, they're not... So here's what we do. After the... I've already decided. Caleb doesn't even get a choice. Um, After... He's not here. After we finish, yeah, he doesn't get to vote. He's not here. After we finish the 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 run, then you're gonna binge the whole season in yes. a weekend, and then we're gonna come back and talk about it again. I would about love your to do your that. perspective having seen it the second time now. Yeah, I would love to do that. I haven't gone back to rewatch earlier episodes, though. I keep thinking maybe I will, um, but then don't wait till the end. Now wait till the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what I have been doing, I want to give a little. I did. Um, share in last week's episode something I've been doing to scratch the itch the littlest bit and by something I've been doing I mean I did one time is um fight our um our our Baltar at night shift um mostly because his hair is long I think is why we've decided that Dr. Michael Um, Fight Dr. Michael Fight um is uh shared a quote about last week's episode that just happened to be from Alan Sepinwall who is a um television critic who I love very much and and know about because he started with the Star Ledger, which is like a just like a big Jersey newspaper. So what I've been doing for the last week, once times, twice times now, is um, looking at original reviews from the episodes at the time, so that there's no possible spoilers. And that has been very lovely. Um, somebody else who's written a little bit about Battlestar um, is. Um, 
uh, David Bianculli, who is another really like um, b- kind of like beloved television critic. He's with NPR um, and also taught my film history class at Rowan University where I went for undergrad. Um, and Me. so I'm just recommending if anybody else is listening and watching along for the first time with me and is afraid of spoilers, really fun thing to do is to Google, just make sure you put the year in um, and review and blur your eyes a little bit like I do. I'm doing it right now. Can you guys see the far, does, does do I get a far yeah. away look in my eye? Yep. Um, to make sure that you It actually makes you look a little blurry. It's kind of cool. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. So uh, that's just a little tip for anybody else who is desperate for Battlestar content. So yeah, I'll, uh, we we've we're out of time. We have to go, but before we do, uh, Caleb posted in Slack this morning, and so this will be Caleb's contribution to this episode. Um, is a little snippet from an interview that um, Mary McDonald and Edward James almost did. You can't read the whole interview, but you can read what he posted in Slack. Oh. Um, Oh. You can't read the whole interview, but you can read this bit. Okay, but, but did the, you the, see me trying to post the yes, link to Google Meet yes, in there? Okay. Yes. <laughs> With the, my eyes closed. The the takeaway is um that none of the final five knew that they were the final five until they got the scripts for the episodes where they oh were revealed. Oh my god, I love that oh, so great. much. And apparently, um Michael Hogan specifically, Colonel Ty was so angry that when he read the script, he walked out of the reading and was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> what, a <laughs> what a perfect and reaction. What a perfect reaction. Which is perfect because that's his same, exact same way his character is like, this is bullshit. I'm not a silent. <laughs> like, <laughs> Remember when he yeah. made that funny noise when he, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, um, and I just and and then Caleb finishes out with his own take on that, saying that he just loves the idea that in real life Michael Hogan is going. There's no fracking way I'm a goddamn skin job. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I love that. Um, does anybody have anything they would like to plug? Uh, I do a podcast uh, with my friend Caleb, who you may know from episodes of this show that aren't this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have uh, our friend Andrea on that podcast. And it's called Second Condition One, where we talk about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I see what you did. And I would, I would love it if you all would listen to it. It's, it's a very good Left podcast. It's the Dial. It's a great podcast. I am on from time to time when we have Jersey business. Um, if you've listened to that podcast, I'd like to plug. Um, I haven't in quite a while, but I have a couple of episodes that you can hear for free. Um, I have been... Um, uh, what's the word? Recruited by Christopher Gethard, um, who... Esquire. Esquire, who you will have heard um, an episode with if you do listen to Left of the Dial. He was a guest then. He is Jersey's second favorite son after Bruce Springsteen. He is Jersey's greatest champion. I am Jersey's second greatest champion. You are South Jersey's greatest champion. I'm South Jersey's greatest champion and the official correspondent for New Jersey is the World. Um, And when you listen to this week's episode, if you go to New Jersey is the World and your podcatcher of choice, um, there are a couple of episodes that I am on that you can hear for free. Um, one, uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. I'm not even going to say, cause there's, we, we talk about a lot of different stuff. And then on the Patreon, you can get my podcast that is just me and Gethard talking about South Jersey. You can get access to our live stream where we play a New Jersey themed role-playing game called New Jersey, the role-playing game that is so much fun. Um, I play a character named Andrea Quinn. I'm the Pine Baroness. I, um, am maybe a witch, but definitely a librarian. 
and it's a lot of fun. Which in real life is also true. <laughs> it's also true. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Daniel, you've listened to a couple of episodes, right? Yeah. It's fun? Yeah, it's fun. Even if you're not from Jersey? Even if you're not from Jersey. Even if you don't know me as a person personally? Now, if I... Um if it's, I'm not from Jersey, so how do I sneak in past the guards so that I can listen to it? You, okay, you have to um, know the password. And Daniel, I think you already know the password, so if you'd like to share it. Um, it's... I'm sending it to you telepathically. Nork. Oh, Nork is good. It's also, it could be Gabagool, could be Spoyadel. Gabagool, yeah. Pork We're roll, good. is that something? Pork roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ask me, I'll let you in. If you ask Gethard, he might be a stickler about it. We need to say some bullshit like Taylor Ham. Um, okay, we've talked more about that podcast than, than this one at this point. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you for having maybe me. Maybe if there's more science um, to be had, we'll have you back. I'm glad that you and Kitsy could um, <laughs> bury your octagonal hatchet. Um, <laughs> Over space travel? How would that even work? Yeah, I was just imagining. Octagonal shovel? Hmm? That's yeah, with an octagonal it. shovel, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else have anything? Speak now forever, hold your peace. Octagons are cool. Octagons mm-hmm. are cool. Octagons yeah. are cool. Hey. So say we all. You didn't. What? What am I we have to, to we have oh. to pull up the FTLs and oh you do that no that's shit I no, was actually you're right you that would be that would be an EXO thing wouldn't it yeah if yeah the admiral's not here all right well we're gonna do the thing and go and then we'll be back next week let's <laughs> <laughs> pull up the FTLs pull up the FTLs jump to the new coordinates something about embedding the rendezvous coordinates subscribe to get the coordinates oh yeah and, at and we'll be... setcon one podcast we never do that. Is that where you subscribe to the podcast? No. Um, your podcatcher of choice. Bit.ly slash SC1. Listen, but you know how to get here because you're listening. Maybe. What if, you're, what, if you're, what if they're in someone's car and someone else is listening to it and they're like, I like this podcast. I want to go back to the beginning and start, but I have no idea where to find it. Oh, well, you would just, I mean, you could Google all kinds of things like Set Condition 1. You could go to Condition one throughout the podcast.com. That's great. That's our website. Mm-hmm. I think you could go to AQ Andrea Q and look in my bio where you will find links to Second Edition One Left of the Dial and New Jersey's World Patreon. Or you and, can ask Daniel, and you can tweet at Aaron Douglas uh, and ask him to be on our show. Yes, please do that. And, and that's that's a good way to find our show too. Yeah, he'll love that. <laughs> he'll love that. Or you could tweet at Gethard if you want. He doesn't know anything. He has about nothing Battlestar, to do with this show, but you could but, you could still tweet at him. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably like it. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Anyway, splitting up the FTLs now, and we're going to jump, so say we all. Jump. So say we all. So say we all. Begin jump prep. We're leaving. We'll be back. Start your prep. Set Condition One is a Night Shift Radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.